People pay money to see me in a 20 by 20 ring. Wrestling fans, we're back once again in a brand new year here with your 20 by 20 ring crew. Happy I new am year to you. Happy New Year. I am Joe. I am here with Matt, as you just heard. What's going on, Matt? What's going on? Here we are. Brand new year. Tons and tons of uh, interesting things going on right now. It's just January, too. Yeah, yeah. you know, early January, and uh, the wrestling world is set afire, set ablaze. Speaking of blaze... We're always watching wrestling on in the background, and we happen to throw on a random episode of WCW Monday Nitro from 1997. We just got done watching Prince Iakea versus Dean Malenko with uh, Eddie Guerrero on commentary, which was kind of interesting. Wasn't his best work? No, not at all. But, uh, you know, he gets, he's gotten better through uh, where he gets better. <laughs> Sponsored by Casho Deets GTX. <laughs> Do you still make that? That form of oil? I don't. I don't even know. To I'm be not big on oil. <laughs> Disclaimer too, I'm, I'm battling, of course. It's that time of year for me. It's like after the holidays, that cold, that, that cold front that hits me. So I'm battling a cold, cold right now. If I sound like an idiot, I'm sorry. But uh, a lot going on. A lot going on in professional wrestling. As you see the Nitro Girls. <laughs> All over the announce desk. <laughs> just, it's funny too because <laughs> Tony Schiavone is still just doing commentary. Like they're not even there. Like you got them hanging on like the rafters and shit. It's and really just... interesting too now because if you listen to his podcast, like he was so creepy about working with these women. Yeah. So for him to look like he's unbothered, <laughs> he's probably jizzing in his pants right well, now. Well, his hands are not on the table. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh I like this too. Send in your tapes. Oh yeah, the Nitro Party. Nitro yeah. Party. PO Box sixty. Um, but yeah, Nitro Girls aside, there's a ton, ton happening in professional wrestling. There's a ton that happened last year in 2018, as we talked about in the past two episodes. Hope you guys enjoyed episode 44 and 45. Absolutely. As we talked about 2018 and just everything that took place, and it set up 2019 perfectly. And uh, and here we are. Here we, here we are. And it's like, where do you begin? Where do you begin to talk about this? Well, I think a fitting point, to, a fitting place to talk about is the show that you and I just watched that, that <laughs> took place. And I, I think we're not going to give it full justice here because there's so much more we want to talk about. But there's a lot that happened with the little show called Wrestle Kingdom. A little show. <laughs> yeah. 2018, Wrestle Kingdom was the show of the year, in, in, in uh, my most humblest opinion. But uh, 2019 was a great show. It was. It was a great show, but it was... And I want to go back... To, I'm going to segue a little bit here on purpose, because I, I want to go back to Wrestle Kingdom. But it, it was a show that was a little overshadowed by... By something that was announced technically on January 1st, so shortly after midnight. Yes. And that was a brand new company that's coming our way at some point in 2019 that's called All Elite Wrestling. The rumors are true. The, the, the Young Bucks and Cody 
and the Elite have their own wrestling company coming out, and it's already caused a ripple of effects that uh, has really hit every every aspect of the wrestling world. And that's an understatement because it's only been a few days now, and like this is this is like the smallest ripple in the pond right. so far. Like, and and it's it's changing the industry like every minute we we continue to go through this things just get that much more interesting if you're not familiar here's here's what we know so far you have um the young bucks and cody rhodes are all executive vice presidents for all elite wrestling which is backed by tony khan who owns the Jacksonville Jaguars, the NFL franchise. Uh, he's pumping at least $100 million into the company right off the bat. He's using his media ties to try and get them television. It has been rumored that they are looking towards TNT or TBS, both Time Warner companies. Right. So, um, with... with uh, with a little elbow grease and, and some luck, these guys could potentially be a major contender right away, straight out of the gate, whenever they decide they're going to launch. Um, they definitely have the talent. They have uh, they have people like Cody Rhodes, uh, and the Bucks for that matter, who who, um, who have that those ties and that knowledge to... To win all kinds of people over. Although these days, because there are so many unhappy wrestlers, especially within the WWE, I don't see them having a, a whole hell of a lot of a hard time getting guys to jump ship to go over there, to be honest with you. Especially if they're, you know, allowing them to work less dates or, or give them more money or the, or both. It, it, it'll kind of have that whole WCW effect all over again. Um, obviously I, I think these guys are much smarter than their predecessors in, in that manner to where they're not going to jump the shark with signing talent and, and you know just got, giving any old body some crazy amount of money to come and show up you know but uh, it really has become very interesting so besides those three they named uh their chief brand officer is Brandy Rhodes now. She's official. Uh, you have Hangman Page who signed a contract. Um, and that seems to be it officially for now. As I heard BJ Whitmer is officially gone. I know he left the Ring of Honor, but I don't know that he's been attached to okay. all, all Elite Wrestling. Okay, maybe I... Maybe I read it wrong, but I thought I heard I read that BJ Whitmer was was with them at this point. I wouldn't be surprised. It's like backstage, yeah, backstage. Yeah, but. he. I know he was doing some production for Ring of Honor, but he was unhappy with whatever he was doing. There was also uh, some talk, and again, this is just talk. But uh, during the one of the last few rounds of ROH TV tapings. Jonathan Gresham had gotten pissed off about something, and he left the building. No, okay. no one knew if he was coming back or not, and he eventually did come back to finish out the tapings. Um, 
So whatever whatever went on apparently got settled, but um, I I mentioned all of this because this all potentially has to do with this new company. You have unhappy talent. Guess what? Now they have one more avenue to go elsewhere and potentially be happier. And I got to say, the Bucks and Cody are going to make it very hard for people to contend and put out a great product if they're in some sort of cahoots with your talent. And let's face it, they've been all over the damn place. Right. You know? Obviously uh, did a lot of business with Ring of Honor and New Japan to start. Uh, you have Cody who has done... Uh, well, and the Bucks too. Stuff with Impact over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a lot of the guys are friends. Doesn't matter what company they're working for. So you have all these opportunities for them to snatch up a lot of guys. A lot of guys. And it's scary. It really is scary to see. Um, scary in a good way, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not talking bad about it, but scary in a good way. You see all these guys potentially jump ship. So, you know, you've got uh, Gallows and Anderson in the WWE. Obviously, they're they're <coughs> Obviously, they're not happy uh to the point where they're not thinking about switching sides. You know, money money's great, but the whole reason they left New Japan was to be closer to their families and and uh you know, they just kind of took that WWE schedule and like, "Hey, they're going to pay us well." I'll just, you know, I'll get to spend time with my family. But now, you've got this whole other company. What happens if they decide, hey, we're going to pay you just as much or if not more. Come work for us. And guess what? You have to do less dates. Yeah. Now what? You know, that you have all these potential scenarios going on with all these different talents. And it's scary. It, it really is scary. Scary good. Scary interesting. I could tell you... One thing, uh, all all you wrestling fans out there listening, and, and uh, you and you and myself as well. Yeah. All this competition is going to hopefully bring out the best in these companies, and and hopefully we as wrestling fans reap from the benefits. That's what you want from competition in companies, because if they're not catering to you, then they're not doing their job. <laughs> as we see the giant laid out here. <laughs> Again, on uh, a recap of Monday Nitro from two weeks ago. Sting fell. They had a fake Sting yeah, go from the Raptors. He fell through the ring. Yeah, when you say the word scary, it's that's actually the perfect word. It's scary... For anybody that isn't a wrestling fan only, it's great for us. Yeah, oh it's yeah. It's great for us, but the ripple effect is what does it mean for everybody else? What does it mean for WWE? What does it mean for Ring of Honor? What does it mean for New Japan? <clears throat> MLW is included in this too because MLW has just signed guys left and right here. I mean, they just signed the entire uh, Heart Foundation now. I don't know if you know that. But uh, they just recently signed them. Uh, actually, during a time when Ring of Honor was trying to raid their talent. Uh, so there's a lot of 
a lot of that going on, a lot of back and forth is trying to keep talent and this and that. Competition is great, and this is this is great news. I am excited by by all elite wrestling and what what what's going to bring to the table. You know, you also have this to to think about too. You have three great wrestling minds and Cody and the Bucks at the forefront, and then being backed by a very rich supplier that has a lot of a, a lot of uh, a lot of influence in his own right. You know, I mean, you're talking TBS or TNT. I mean, this is a major network here that everybody gets. Yeah. You know, almost everybody gets in their household. You're going to reach so many households. <coughs> I mean, it's it's just good news for everybody and in, in, in the business. So, or it's good news for everybody that's a wrestling fan, that's a fan of the business. The What's going to be intriguing is... Who goes where? You know, we talked about certain things. You know, Gallows and Anderson, uh, AJ Styles. But then you also threw out to me before we started recording, you know, G.O.D., who I was uh, slightly unaware that they were that unhappy with with where they're at in the company and with New Japan ownership, I should say. And they desperately want out. And, And it's... You know, it was funny watching Wrestle Kingdom and, and you know, Tamatanga. Like, we're good guys now. Yeah, we're good guys. Yep. <laughs> I just thought, like, oh, it's some weird gimmick they're going to do. I was confused by it because you're a heel faction. Everything went heel. And, like, you're good guys now. You're good guys. I, I don't I don't know. Whatever. Like, I'll let you play along. I'll play along. But it all makes sense now. You're trying to get in good graces and trying to find a way out of the company and, you know, trying to get in good graces, but also break some rules to maybe they say, fuck it and get, you know, get you out of here. Yep. So going back to Wrestle Kingdom, you know, I, I, we talked about the things that we liked, things we didn't like, you know, the one thing that was overshadowed in some aspects was the elite. What's, what's the purpose of them being in here? They're, they're, they're done. With the exception of Kenny Omega, who I'll leave out for right now. Okay. Everybody and in the elite, they're done. This is this is it. Yep. Why the hell again? Why the hell is the Young Bucks in this match? Doesn't make any sense. Uh, am I gonna? Yes, I'm. I am complaining about a Young Bucks being in in the match. That one was already a good match. You know, with God and Lij, I didn't need the Young Bucks doing. They didn't add. What everybody thinks they add to it. it is they they put on a good decent performance, wasn't their best, but it was unnecessary, and it was it was one of those things where it's unnecessary because it's obvious they're not going to win. This is it for them. Why the fuck are they here? Put them in the the six man tag gauntlet or whatever if you have to put them in a match, but don't leave them out of major New Japan storylines. And then you had Cody. Who <laughs> I felt took that U.S. title and took a giant shit on it because yeah. he just he didn't care. I that that one really su- surprised me um, because you had the Bucks come out and again you're right they didn't need to be there. Uh, the fans petitioned for them to be there and then it was it was kind of uh, divulged on the English commentary at least for Russell Kingdom that. 
Evil and Sonata wanted them there so that they could avenge two losses to the Bucks right. from the from the past year. Okay, if that was the reasons they were there, so be it. They were there, and you. But you're right; they didn't need to be there. It easily would have been a really great match without them there. Right. Uh, so yeah, it did kind of distract from the match, especially the way God was uh, acting around them. As far as Cody goes, so the Bucks they give their performance. There was no shying away from it. They didn't, uh, you know, they didn't hold back. They they performed. Yeah, they did the job. There's no doubt. You get Cody in the ring. I I don't have the stats in front of me, but the match was very short. He did very little in the match, and we didn't get to see kind of what. We had been promised in the way of the storyline where we were supposed to see Juice Robinson finally overcome Cody Rhodes and, right. and become the Juice Robinson that we all wanted him to be to begin with when he had that U.S. title. That was robbed from him. That that opportunity was robbed from him because Cody put on a shit performance. And then you have Kenny Omega who does what Kenny Omega does. So... The odd man out in this is Cody. Yeah. It really made his performance stick out like a sore thumb. And this is this is the issue. This is the reason why, again, I left Kenny Omega out for, for the time being. C- Cody, who's at the forefront of all elite wrestling. Now, <clears throat> as of this recording, it hasn't happened yet, but there's, 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 there's rumors going around that there's going to be a meeting between... All Elite Wrestling, New Japan Pro Wrestling, and Ring of Honor about potential partnerships. Mm-hmm. This is <clears throat> as 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 great as it sounds for All Elite Wrestling to be at this forefront of like we're going to be this big company because you have this backing, you have great wrestlers, you have all this all these friends and everything like that. You're a business, and Cody took himself out of the business mindset. The the worst thing you can do, especially when you're a business that hasn't even started yet, is burn bridges. And you go out there and you have a kid like Juice Robinson who had an up and down 2018. He showed what he can do, but then he got complacent, it seems. Or whatever the hell that happened, what happened with them. <laughs> Juice Robinson came out to to perform. And he came out to wrestle and and you could tell that Juice Robinson was taken back by the lackluster performance of his opponent. There's only so much a guy can bring out of you. At some point the the opponent's got to meet him in the middle somewhere. And Cody didn't do that. And it's a shame and Juice Robinson didn't look as good as as you'd want him to and that US title doesn't get the prestige that it, it needed to have, needed to get on the grandest stage for New Japan at Wrestle Kingdom. And Juice Robinson's got a lot of work to do now. I think he'll be fine, but that's a really shitty thing to do, especially if you're now an owner or CEO, I should say, of a company. You you come out there and you take another, another company's title and you treat it like shit. And that's something that I would hazard him has I would say to him that he should watch out and doing is burning bridges. Do not have this mentality. Well, it ain't my company, so I don't give a shit. Because we already saw that with the Bullet Club. 
where it's just like, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm not in it no more. I'm done. Yeah. You know, thanks Twitter. Like that's we're done. <laughs> and, and now you're doing it with their title too, and then you want to do business. You know, you potentially want because as big of a deal it is, and New Japan should be worried. You're still New Japan. Yeah. You know, you're still what a a forty year old company, forty plus, almost fifty year old company. Mm-hmm. You're still selling out. Tokyo Dome you're we're going to talk more about all the stuff they're going to do later this year but you're still westernizing your product successfully yeah it's not like you're just going to roll over and die because all the wrestling happened so I would really really tread lightly when it comes to shit like that with Cody if you're going to do deals with other companies don't take the impact wrestling approach treat it with respect and I didn't feel like he did that at Wrestle Kingdom, and it's a shame because that was a match that I was actually looking forward to because I wanted, I knew Cody wasn't going to win. Yeah, no, that was. I, I knew Cody was going to drop that title. It was pretty obvious. But if you're going to have something that has has an obvious finish, step your game up even more. You yeah. know, and if this is your last match for New Japan, this is your last match at the Tokyo Dome for, he may not do it next year or the year after that then do it with some a little more respect and a little more pride in that. And I just felt that Cody dropped the ball. And, and when it comes to stuff like this, now that you are, it's not just a, oh, Cody had a shit show. He, he wrestled a shit match. And that's it's done. It's, now you're, now you're representing your own company. And it's just like, well, why, why am I going to do business with you? Why am I going to give you my talent? Why am I going to give you show and yell to do all the wrestling I'm just using an example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> well, I'm not going to give you those guys. You're going to treat them like shit. I don't, you're not going to have those guys. Why are we going to have... Oh, you you know... You, you want us to have... You know, like Rev Pro had at, at Wrestle Kingdom. You want us to defend our title on your show? No, why? You, you, don't, you don't respect it, so why should it? Why should it be defended? And it, there's, there's missed opportunities there. I'm not saying it's going to kill the company because New Japan doesn't want to do business with you, but it's missed opportunities for everybody. Yeah, you know, especially when you have a wrestling mindset, with the exception of WWE, who's their own universe for a reason. Everybody has this mindset for the most part, where it's just this open door mentality: do business with me, scratch my back, I'll scratch your back. If you choose not to do business with these companies, you're leaving a shit ton of money and a shit ton of potential on the table. For somebody else to take, maybe like a Ring of Honor taking even more, or a Major League Wrestling who's trying to expand even more. Yeah, and that'd be a big mistake. And that's that's the that's a wrestler mindset right there, not necessarily a business mindset. So he's got to kind of do both now. It's a big step. So this whole ripple effect, it it, it doesn't just it, it's not all pro all AEW. There's there's going to be growing pains, and you're kind of seeing it right there. With I mean, that this at the end of the day, this could very well be a very small or or not at all growing pain, but it's a growing pain for right now because it's it's it, it leaves a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. That it's just you 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 chose not to you chose to dog it. I'm I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping if anything that it was done with intent, meaning that this is all a work. And he he specifically put in a half-assed performance 
so that Juice Robinson could come back and call him out and say, hey, I want a rematch. And hopefully it happens. For AEW? For AEW. That would work. But it, it remains to be seen. If, if he didn't do it intentionally and this isn't a work... You're right. He's he's uh, he just made negotiations between those two companies a lot harder than they than it had to be. Yeah. But uh, the one the one thing that's really just intriguing right now. This is before AEW was was a was an official product. You have these these companies that are fighting for talent. You have Ring of Honor at an MLW show trying to raid talent. You you know you have <laughs> you just. You have all this happening, and it's just, you know, and now AEW, now this is, by the time you guys listen to this, the, the, it would already have taken place, but on, on uh, January 8th, happy birthday to my oldest sister, um, in Jacksonville, which is where she's from, there's going to be a rally outside yeah. of SmackDown, closest where SmackDown's going to be at, <coughs> and... Uh, I, do you know, top of your head, what, what the rally is about? Like, are they going to announce some things? Yeah, they are going to announce something. I don't know what it is, but at the end of the rally, they're going to announce something. Okay. And it just, it leaves, it's, so I, I read uh, prior to, to recording that there's going to be WWE officials at the rally to monitor the situation. And it leads to, you know, to, to some intriguing thoughts. You brought up. Styles, Anderson, Gallows. Well, they're scheduled to be at SmackDown in Jacksonville. And, that they are. You know, we could see some rating taking place uh, at a WWE at WWE's expense. I mean, it could happen. So, <laughs> <coughs> sorry. But uh, yeah, that's it, it's just back and forth situation now with, with 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 pro wrestling company a lot of the major players nobody's at ease right now no nobody and is. that's that's what's crazy right now i i stayed up all night to watch wrestle kingdom as it happened live and that that statement right there that's how i feel exactly yeah i'm so uneasy right now <laughs> because if you haven't watched it please go watch it but spoiler i watched kenny omega lose well, let's talk Kenny Omega. I watched Kenny Omega lose to Tanahashi, and I wasn't happy with the, the the very ending of the match because it really showed just how weathered and beaten Tanahashi is. And I get it. I you know I get that Kenny Omega's probably uh, leaving New Japan, and I'm okay with that to an extent. But you really want to leave that that very prestigious IWGP heavyweight title on someone like Tanahashi at this point. I'm hear me out now. Tanahashi probably one of the most consistent, if not the most consistent wrestler known to man at this point. Long he's he is like Mr. fucking longevity. I get that. I'm not hounding him for that. I'm hounding him for his attitude. You come, he comes out, and he has a certain perspective that really defiles his character. It it really showed just like how much of a like a spoiled man he is. He's bitter. 
and this is this is what happens like you you get spoiled and the company essentially it looks like the company's catering to you now and just allowing that spoiled brattiness to happen by giving you their heavyweight title and so now now what you know obviously we're you know we're about to uh go through New Year's Dash in New Japan and that'll alleviate some of the questions we have but (coughs) is this really a smart move on their part or do we see something happen where immediately he loses the title and it goes to someone else who they're willing to push with uh, more longevity who's younger and, and has a lot more potential I don't want to take anything away from Tanahashi He's the guy that took them out of the Dark Ages. But Kenny Omega did have a point. It's that sort of thinking. That sort of, of, of bitterness that got you into that dark place to begin with. So why, why go back there? Why cater to that? And that's the problem I have with the, the Kenny Omega-Tanahashi match. There's a lot to say about that. And I'm going to give you my side of this. But before we do that, I think it's a good good part to take a quick break here, pay some bills, and uh, we'll be right back. Stay tuned. All right. This episode is brought to you by Ebates. Do you do online shopping at all? Excellent. If you do, you can help support the show and save some money while you purchase stuff online. Have access to over 10,000 different shops online, including major brands such as Nike, GameStop, Uber, Burger King and just about any other online store that you can think of, including Amazon. Each purchase you make helps support the show and saves you money. Accrue enough cash back and then cash out and receive your big fat paycheck in the mail from Ebates. Take the time, support the heels, support the baby faces, support your 20 by 20 ring crew, and be like the boys. Save some money. 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash Ebates. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for sticking around. I'm going to pay some bills. <clears throat> As we left, Joe got done uh, talking about Kenny Omega and the situation with uh, New Japan and Hiroshi Tanahashi and, and Kenny Omega dropping that title. <clears throat> Again, that is a little bit of a spoiler, but uh, we do fully endorse the you to go and watch all of Wrestle Kingdom. Absolutely. Every... Every part of it. Every part of it. Every match. Every one of the five or six hours of it. (laughs) Whatever it was. (coughs) It was five hours and and 12 minutes. There you go. Exact. Um, I just got done watching not that long ago. That's why I know it off the top of my head. But uh, Kenny Omega came into Wrestle Kingdom as the IWGP Heavyweight Champion. It's well known that his contract is, is expiring at the end of this month, of the month of January of 2019. Kenny Omega then went ahead and dropped the title as 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 you and I predicted in an earlier episode. We projected we predicted that he was probably going to drop whether he was leaving or not. Yeah, he was going to drop because this is Kenny Omega all day long. <clears throat> He's going to fuck with the fans at some point, <laughs> and I'm I'm not saying that's what that's what he's doing here. Um, I'm not saying he would drop the title for that reason. I mean, this is the IWGP Heavyweight Title. You don't just drop the title to fuck with fans, but. 
it is it has Kenny Omega written all over it. I agree with what you everything you said though. Um, Hiroshi Tanahashi, I have nothing but love for the Ace, but his attitude is <laughs> is less than desirable at this point. He might as well be shaking his fist and telling you to get off of his lawn. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. He's he's Clint Eastwood in Gran Torino, you know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like that's that's exactly what it is. It's it's an old school mentality that doesn't want to adapt. And you know, and the thing is, he's very. And I'm not saying he. I'm not going to sit here and call Hiroshi Tanahashi a racist, but this is a very anti Gaijin wrestler. He wants. <laughs> essentially New Japan to be all Japanese wrestlers and I'm not saying that New Japan can't work with all Japanese wrestlers but the beauty of having international flavor is that you get audience from all over the world I mean yeah I know we're not WWE sets of mind where it's money 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 all the time just for the sake of money but this is money on top of having great product, you're turning down. I'm just gonna say this real quick. You're turning down great. You want you want to turn down great talent just because they don't necessarily mesh with the old school mentality of New Japan. Conviction is uh, a very powerful thing. Before we started recording this episode, I was actually doing a little bit of legwork in the research department for a future episode, and this. This is eerily similar in the way, as far as Tanahashi goes. I can't... Well, yeah, well, Kenny Omega. Because they're arguably the top two stars in New Japan. Yeah, fair okay? to say. And this is very reminiscent of the debacle that was the UWFI with Akira Maeda and Sayama, the original Tiger Mask, where they had differences of opinion on what the sport should be or what the sport should be consisted of. It ultimately led to the downfall of that organization. Now, I'm not saying that's going to happen here with New Japan Pro Wrestling, but it's definitely causing wave. Clearly, if I look at it this way, and, and again, I could be wrong, but I look at it this way. If you let Tanahashi keep that title with with the attitude included, it's going to sour a lot of the roster. Or not a lot of but a certain uh, to a certain extent some of the roster. But more importantly, a lot of those Western fans you're trying to bring in. And believe me, the memes have already started. On top of that, you have Kenny Omega on on the the other side of that argument against Tanahashi if he decides to leave New Japan because he is also soured by Tanahashi's ideals he's going to go change the world somewhere else and whether you like it or not Kenny Omega's the hottest thing going he is the best bout machine did he push Tanahashi to his limits of course can Tanahashi still perform to the uh, to the level that Kenny Omega has been doing time and time again? Can he still do that without Kenny Omega around to push him? I don't think so. And and I say that as a as a wrestling purist, not as a Kenny Omega fan. So if you've got the best bout machine somewhere else. 
and he's having those types of caliber matches, where does that leave New Japan in all this? There's there's two words that fit everything you just said and it's something that you've been saying about New Japan all of last year and that's growing pains. And this is a major situation. There it's it's like dealing right now with Tanahashi, it's like dealing with a moody teenager. <laughs> I, ha- I have to have my way, or I'm I don't I don't want anything to do with you. I, and, and the thing is, Tanahashi, as we see Hogan in the ring, Tanahashi reminds me a lot of Hogan in the sense of where he's at as a <clears throat> where he's at with the status in in Japan in New Japan. He's got a lot of pull. He's got a lot of say, and it's unfortunate that he he uses that for negativity. I'm not saying it's all got to be all about him. He's he's different in Hogan's respect. It's not about Tanahashi, but if you disagree with him, he immediately dislikes you. You know, you have to be traditional, tradition, tradition, tradition. At some point, it's like it's like having a glass ceiling, and that's that's where that's where you're going to stay at. If you're going to keep yourself in this glass box, don't ever expect to expand the way that the company wants to expand. You have to alter your, the way that you think. You have to alter the way that you, you do things. It's not to say that the old way was bad. I'm not saying to, you know get rid of all that altogether, but you have to alter it. You have to adapt, it, evolve. Yeah, you have to grow from it. That's that's not wrestling. That's That's every business that ever existed. For those who don't want to evolve, you either stay in a mom and pop shop or you fold. Mm-hmm. Those are your two options. Very rarely do you succeed off of being the same thing over and over and over again. It's okay to change. And I think that's what Kenny Omega is trying to convey to a lot of these um, Japanese wrestlers who are all about tradition. It's okay to adapt. You're not shitting on guys like Antonio Inoki, you know, guys like Great Muta or things of that matter, because you are evolving, you're paying respect to you know to to all those guys that that came before you, but at the same time moving forward to the next frontier, if you will, and that's what Tanahashi fails to see. He just looks at it as no, this is this ain't what we're about. This is this is bullshit. You know, I don't like putting people through tables i don't like you know the the hardcore aspects of it you know i like tradition 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 well you know tanashi you roll over and you die because the the wrestling world is going to evolve with or without you you may have had your match won your match won the title you're now i believe an eight-time champion eight times congratulations i have nothing but respect for the ace as a wrestler and for what he's done for the wrestling business especially in japan but the same guy that helped Take it out of the dark ages is the same guy as leading it back into that. If New Japan follows Tanahashi and say, you know, we're, this is our guy, and it's it's intriguing to what what's going to happen next. You know, are they going to run with Tanahashi because he can't go anymore the way that he used to? You know, he put on a good match. There was parts where you could see, you could see 
the old man. <laughs> he had it, trouble clearing that rope. Yeah, and <laughs> it's uh, that happens to everybody. That happens to everybody that's age. That's that's just that's just the the aspect of it. You know, at, at some point. Everybody in a in a physical aspect, your body just says can't do it anymore, can't hang anymore. You know, I was I was I was thinking about it as I was watching it. You know, a guy like Juice and Thunder Liger, I was like, man, it's really weird. He's not he's not even on the card. He's just doing commentary all night. You know, and but but you know what? It comes down to it as where do you put him at? What do you have for a guy like Juice and Thunder Liger on a Wrestle Kingdom card? Yeah, you know, you put him on or just to put him on there. I mean, you could put him in the six man tag match, and he would have been fine. Yeah, it would have worked, but it's not necessary anymore. We know Juice the Liger is is a is a legend in his business. He's going to go down as the all time one of the all time greats. But he's old. He's been doing it for thirty years. He's old. His body says he can't hang anymore. So he says, "You know what? I'm going to sit down and do commentary." Now, is Hiroshi Tanahashi there yet? No. But he also, you know, it also helps that he didn't have the same style of wrestling as Juice and Thunder Liger did. Right. He's more, you know, obviously a mat-based wrestler. But I'm not basing my company off of what Tanahashi can do anymore. It's just, it's done, it's over with. And with that being said, I'm not opposed to him winning the title at Wrestle Kingdom. <coughs> he hung in there with Omega... It wasn't the best match of Tanahashi's career. His best matches are behind him. I'm not opposed for having a guy that's willing to give it off to the company and can still give enough to where it looks good, a title. But as far as the long-term effects, you certainly can't roll with him for much longer. I wouldn't roll with him through through Dominion. I wouldn't either. And you know what? It, as of right now, I think a lot of people don't understand this. Uh, part of that that effect, that cause and effect relationship is, yeah, now Tanahashi has that heavyweight title, but if Omega leaves because of this, right? guess what? All the history they made in this past year, gone. Gone. Completely gone. You might as well. The ladder match doesn't mean anything. Right. The three-way match. The three-way match doesn't mean anything. None of that means anything anymore because you're. it's almost like you're back to square one. And you know what? Like, <clears throat> I mean, you know, <clears throat> the other thing, too, you know, you, you look at other Gaijin wrestlers in there. Look what happened with Jay White at Wrestle Kingdom. Jay White defeated Kazuchika Okada. I know it's another spoiler, ladies and gentlemen. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> Watch Wrestle Kingdom. Doesn't matter if you know the results. Uh, Jay White defeated Kazuchika Okada. This was the only non-title match on the main card, and Jay White beat Okada. He finished off. You know, you and I were disagreeing over being a surprise. I thought it was a little surprise because of the way New Japan makes things look when it comes to certain guys. Okada and Tanahashi at Wrestle Kingdom, they seem to always get over. But you're right. I mean, all the writing was JY, JY, JY. It would have been dumb had they gone Okada because JY is the hot hand. JY, if you couldn't tell by the name, is not a Japanese wrestler. He is another Gaijin, and 
he has that new era mentality. And this is the guy that they're running with now. He's not your champion. No, he's not a champion at all. But he's a top player in New Japan. And who's being backed by the bookers of New Japan. It's like, it's the complete opposite of what Tanahashi's all about. It's like, where do you go? Because if Kenny Omega leaves, Jay White is without a doubt the top Gaijin wrestler in New Japan. Oh yeah, absolutely. And where do you what do you do now? Do you just do you give him the shaft because well now that you know this whole change the world guy is gone, let's go back to what brought us to dance in the first place. I, it's 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 mind boggling too because let's just let's just throw it out there. New Japan made some major announcements during Wrestle Kingdom. We all know about the the, the G one Supercard that's mm-hmm. happening at Madison Square Garden. Huge, huge deal. We most of us know about the the tour that's happening in February, I believe, right? Yes. In February. <coughs> There's a show in, in uh, North Carolina and that got so much uh, so much reaction out of the American crowd that they booked another venue in Nashville, Tennessee and are doing another show there. But then on top of that, you go to the G1, the G1 Climax. It happens every summer, biggest tournament of the year in wrestling, bar none. Fight me on that one. <laughs> and the very first night is happening outside Japan. First time ever. It's happening in Texas. Dallas, Texas, Dallas, Texas. gets the first night of the G1. How I, fucking crazy I'm is that? seriously contemplating on, on booking a ticket to Texas for that show to be part of that. Uh, to be to be determined. But, uh, man, uh, you're doing all this Western shows. Western, you know, Western Hemisphere shows. You're going to run with a guy that's all about Japan only like it just kind of contradicts everything you're doing so it's not just all of 2018 goes out the window it's pretty much every American show you're doing they're also doing a show in London by the way yeah it's it, two shows in London two shows in London which is a big deal as well London gets their very first New Japan show uh, New Japan produced show so congratulations to London but then so in, which another Gaijin co- country and you you pretty much say, well, fuck everybody else. It's Japan only. Japan only. Japanese wrestlers only. Japanese style wrestling only. Fuck everybody else. And Tanahashi really just, he kind of needs to go lay down. You, you, <laughs> <laughs> you are fucking getting in the way of progress, man. Like, it, stop. It, it's frustrating, man. It's frustrating to see stuff like this. And... But yeah, that's that's kind of what we're dealing with, and it really is going to be interesting to see what they do, what they do with people like Jay White. Uh, the reason, the reason, my reasoning behind uh, Jay White winning over Okada wasn't necessarily because of himself. I think I think New Japan is at a point where they're trying to lock down their promotion for the time being until they can figure some shit out with this whole all elite wrestling company that's happening 
And that's why there were so many title changes. Every single one of them. Every single one on the card. <laughs> first time ever for New Japan. Yeah. By the way. And it was just really interesting. You had all these titles change hands. And I found myself after every title change, I was like, this is getting monotonous. And if this, if it keeps going this way and there is a clean sweep, it, it definitely is New Japan saying, okay, we've, we're, we're going to pull back the reins a little bit, figure some shit out before we, we, we go ahead. Again, I'm, I'm okay with that. I mean, you, if that's what you feel you have to do to, to regroup from, from this, uh, this big uh, after effect of, of this uh, announcement of a new company, then so be it. But let, letting yourself go back to a certain state of mind or, or the opinion of, of one of your top stars... Is is not necessarily the best thing to do, especially when you're trying to globally expand. So, <coughs> what was that thing that I said earlier about Cody and, and what not to do? That's burn bridges. And New Japan is in that same situation. Do not let your guy be the reason that bridges again eerily similar to the whole UWF thing uh, which it will be on a future episode but yeah you had two guys feuding top stars differences of opinions this is all in a nutshell of course and they ended up going their separate ways one quit the business for like 11 years yeah you know the other one uh, just too fucking hard headed and set in his ways to realize what could have been. And it's a shame. It's it's really a damn shame. So and you know, with again with with, with everything that's happening and, and the the evolution of professional wrestling that took place last year especially, you'd be stupid to let anybody get in the way of progress and leave all that opportunity on the table. And if how if, how fitting we see Hollywood Hogan on the screen as we're talking about this. <laughs> well, a little, little spoiler here. That episode that you're talking about, I got a lot of things to say about Hogan and uh, <laughs> and uh, a particular group that he was in. But uh, future episode. I know, I know. I'm such a heel. But... Uh, if this is the reason why Kenny Omega is leaving, this is they've already hurt themselves. If this is the reason why Kenny Omega is not going to resign, it's it is out. They have already hurt themselves because Kenny Omega. I know you know I I've been called such a Kenny Omega fanboy, and you know go fuck yourself, whatever. <laughs> the guy is legit when he when he says save the world, save the world. As I said before, it seems like such a cliche thing to say, but when you live it. When you actually mean it, you want to change the wrestling world, and you're doing everything in your power to do that. He's a guy, whether he's sick, whether he is injured, he's a guy I want on my roster. Because if anything else, even if Kenny Omega was like, I can't go for X, Y, and Z. Even if Kenny Omega says, you know what, I'm going to stick with New Japan, but I'm going to do other shows in the States, closer to home. So I'm going to be more part-time. 
I'm not turning him down because that's Kenny Omega, and he's a guy like Chris Jericho, where at the very least I get his mind. Okay. I get his thought process. You know, I get to pick his brain and see what can, how can we use what he wants, what he thinks is good for business, and how can we use that for our product. I'm not saying everything Kenny Omega is saying is is, is right and it should, we should follow it. You know, nobody is, is the be-all, end-all. But a lot of what Omega is saying makes sense, especially when it comes to progressing in wrestling. And a lot of things that we're seeing is stuff that Kenny Omega has been talking about for years now. You know, guys used to laugh at him. Oh, that's not possible. That's just not possible. Well, why isn't it possible? Well, we don't have an answer for you. <laughs> okay, so it's possible. And now we're seeing it happen. And it's like, well, I want to keep hearing what this guy has to say. I don't want to burn bridges. I don't want to be the guy, the company that says, oh, Kenny Omega wants nothing to do with us because we just refuse to evolve. That we're a lost cause. That he's done everything he can for us. And then that's it. You know, again, I'm not saying New Japan's going to fold in 2019. Obviously, I don't want them to. I love New Japan Pro Wrestling. And I love watching Tanahashi, even at his older age, because the guy does love the business. He does love the business. He just doesn't get it. And it's, you know, as we see Ric Flair, you know, an old-timer thing, I wish he had more of his mindset in the sense that you have to evolve a bit. You can't... what. What, what Ric Flair and Dusty Rhodes and Harley Race and Ricky Steamboat did in the 80s doesn't work anymore. No, it doesn't. And you can't continue to do that. And you, you're not, He's not bitter about it. There's guys from that generation that are. And you know what? You don't hear about them anymore. No. There's a reason for that. You have to evolve or you die. And Tanahashi, if he's not careful, he's going to die. His name is going to die. You know, you might be a legend in Japan, but that's all you ever be. And if that's good enough for you, that's fine. But please don't hold down an entire company because of it. So that leads that that, that that's that's one issue that we I have right now in New Japan. But I want to stick with Kenny Omega real quick because there's another company that's in the mix of all this Kenny Omega talk. Oh boy, here we go. And <laughs> they just won't go the fuck away. <laughs> they will not go the fuck away. You know what I'm talking about. That is the WWE. I don't know why I said it like that, but yeah, WWE. Oh my God. As we see Vincent come out, give me $5. Give me $5. I'll take a picture with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate this guy. Um, Kenny Omega and WWE, in your opinion, how possible is that partnership? How close is that from happening? I was talking to my daughter about this, and her and I both don't want Kenny Omega to end up in the WWE. Nor do I. With that being said, I was trying to explain to her that really, at this point, the only thing they could really, really do to sway him to come over are one, if not two, of the following things, okay? <coughs> Number one, give him full creative control of his character. Okay. Now, as simple of a concept as that is, it is a very hard thing to do, especially when it comes to Vince McMahon. Why? 
because Vince McMahon is stubborn. And two, he is uh, he's very aware of the history of the business. And this is where I, I hate to say this, but I kind of understand where he's coming from. He doesn't want another Hulk Hogan on his hands. Now, I'm not saying Kenny Omega is anything like Hulk Hogan, but let's face it. Power can corrupt people. Yeah, you're right. And so if there is a chance that Kenny Omega can get his way 100% of the time and become what he despises most, which would be someone like Hulk Hogan or Tanahashi at this point. Right. I don't want to see that. I don't think anybody wants to see that. No, nor should you want to see that. Two... The other thing they could possibly do is somehow land Kota Ibushi as part of that deal. Like, hey, we're, we want you to sign with us, and to seal the, to, to make it sweeter, we're, Kota Ibushi has agreed he wants to come with too, so that you guys don't have to be away from one another. Because, I don't know if you remember, if anybody remembers, but... Kenny said the last thing he wants to do is lose Coda again. Yeah. I so do remember that. Those are two things they could do. They have already offered him another multi million dollar contract. Clearly he's 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 worth that kind of money to them. The the ball really is in Kenny Omega's court. Now, obviously, let's let's put to rest the let's just throw the the kibosh on the rumor that was Cody and the Bucks are going to WWE. The ship has sailed. So, all you WWE marks, <laughs> please, those three are off the table now. I still heard one. I heard one person try to fight me on that. Still. Oh Jesus! Yeah, I know. I know. I think they're so drunk from Christmas. Or something. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's that's what they can do. If if I were Vince and and uh, and Hunter and and Stephanie and uh, Shane, I wouldn't stop trying either. He's he is the top talent to have right now. That's still a free agent. You want to go after that? Do we want him there? No, I, I don't want him there. Uh, let me get back to him and New Japan really quick. So let's say he does ha- happen to stay in New Japan. I think a lot of it, that might have to do with Kota Ibushi. Yeah. And to be honest with you, you know, you and I sit here and we, we have said that, like, what is there left for him to do in New Japan? One of those things would be making a run with Kota as a tag team. And, okay. and 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 going after those titles or or world tag league or what have you but i don't know i don't know i don't know what the future holds for Kenny Omega at this point and that's that it goes back to that uneasy feeling that i have i'm so excited at the possibilities but i am also so fucking scared yeah because i don't want <laughs> i don't want wrestling to go back to the dark ages i don't we're on the verge of having this very synergistic progress come together through the the sport of competition. I can taste it, but it, 
that's that same feeling is it's on the edge of failing because of money and power and greed and things like that. <coughs> Yeah, none of this works if you have a bunch of guys who just can't agree on anything. Everybody has to give and take. That's what wrestling is. It's a give and take company. It's... <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. You see fucking Black Pocahontas? No? Yeah. Kenny Omega going to WWE would be probably the worst thing that he could ever do because it defeats the purpose of everything that he has pushed for for the past couple of years. You know, we talked about New Japan, you know, everything that happened last year gets erased. Well, everything Kenny Omega has done gets erased if he goes to WWE. Everything. He, will he get creative control? There's less than a 1% chance that that's going to be the case. Um, mainly because of, of, of just Vince saying that nobody should have creative control because Vince knows everything. He knows <laughs> he knows right or wrong. This is before we start talking about uh, Eugene Nagata. You know, this is before we start talking about things like uh, you know Hulk Hogan... And that nature, and where power can to, can lead to corruptive behavior, but what you have is a company that, although albeit we had this whole spiel <coughs> where they're going to give you more of what you want, less of what you don't want, which is a terrible saying, anyways. This is a company that still feels that they know what you want, and they're going to give you every, whatever it is, and what you're going to get is half-hearted Kenny Omega moments and segments and matches and things of that nature. And it's... To call it watered down is going to be an understatement. Kenny Omega has fought to be on the forefront of changing the wrestling world. And being in the WWE, he's going to be another face in a very big crowd. And this is not going to happen. He might have a match of the year into WWE standards at some point. Maybe we'll get the AJ Styles match that we want. Or you know what? I I I could taste it. I, if he signs with the WWE immediately, he's going to show up at the Rumble. He'll be a, he'll be a surprise entrant. Was well, his contract even up by then? I thought his contract ended on the thirtieth. You know what? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So he could very well still be a, a an interest in the Rumble. I'm just not sure when his contract is. He'll either show up at the Rumble, win the Rumble, challenge AJ Styles. That's WrestleMania. I could see that. Happen. That's like fucking a no-brainer. I would. That should be a no-brainer. You know, if he's not up, if his contract isn't up by then and he can't make the appearance, he'll end up on Raw. If he go, decides to go that right, that route, he'll end up on Raw. Same thing will happen. 
Well, you can still give him AJ Styles. AJ Styles beats Daniel Bryan at Royal Rumble. You know, if if the rumors are true, The Rock's gonna win the fucking Royal Rumble anyways. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna challenge Brock Lesnar, so their Raw's taken care of, and then you can put Kenny Omega somewhere on SmackDown. Yeah, and I mean, you want Kenny Omega on SmackDown too because you want to be a more sports esque show, anyways. Fuck that. You know? I want Kenny Omega on NXT. NXT, yeah. I, I mean, that's more ideal, but <coughs> we we both know Kenny Omega skipping <laughs> NXT. <laughs> Not that NXT is, the, is a developmental. People still consider it developmental. It, it is, but there's also a lot of legit guys that it's, are better it's than... It's WWE developmental. Yeah, because there's, there's a ton of guys... On that NXT roster that are better than your your top champions right now. Yeah, and I'm I'm saying Daniel Bryan, WWE's version of Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Alistair Black, nobody can you know none of those Brock Lesnar nor Daniel Bryan can actually hang with those two guys, <laughs> or with him I should say. Uh, but yeah, Kenny Omega going to going to WWE, it just it would be it would be bad for business because then nobody gets Kenny. Nobody, nobody gets Kenny. Like that's that's. Oh my it. God, you're right. <laughs> like you know, where's he gonna go? New Japan, All Elite Wrestling. You know, not not none of the above. It's interesting that you mentioned Kota Ibushi because the, the WWE actually released, um, I think it was two like hidden gems with Kota Ibushi for no fucking reason at all. Besides really? Kota Ibushi, yeah. One of them was a house show where they had with Bobby Roode from 2015. I want to say. Uh, I forget what the other one was from, but uh, but yeah, I was like, it was weird because like you know, Kota Ibushi is being, and like it was, it was highlighting Kota Ibushi, both of them. And I was like, yeah, that's interesting. Are they trying to like pepper him up or something, or, or what's Man. going on? So I could, I could very well see Kota Ibushi getting a contract offer. I don't know what his contract situation is with New Japan right now. Yeah, neither do I. But that's that's the point that I kept bringing up when talking about Kenny Omega. Is with WWE, I don't know if he would go there either because he was very adamant on being with with Ibushi, and with with him, you know, with Ibushi, if he stays in Japan, does Kenny Omega stay in Japan? And my answer for the for New Japan, I say yes, but I don't. I still don't see it being full time. I don't know if he's going to be full time for 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 right now. I just. I just don't because even with a, a, a tag team run, I don't know if that's enough for him to, to kind of to keep him satisfied. Especially when all this shit's happening, especially stateside or, or in you know North America side, and he's just going to be watching from the outside looking in. I don't know if that's going to be enough to, to satisfy him. I'm going to throw something else out there for you to for for you to chew on, for everybody to chew on. So, if you remember back uh, over the summer, late spring, yeah, there was the uh, the video game tournament that uh, saw yep. the elite versus the new day. Yep, and you know it is no secret if if you're even paying half attention to pro wrestling these days, you know that the new day and the elite have been going back and forth via social media for years. Yeah, for <laughs> quite some time. If if all elite wrestling is smart, 
which so far they've shown that they are. <coughs> if these guys are smart as as they think they are, they will really, truly offer pure, open, uh, a revolving door contracts to certain people, and one of them should be Kenny Omega. Oh, yeah. I agree. Have him, hey, we want you to sign with us, open door policy completely for you, wrestle wherever the hell you want to go. That way you don't have to take Ibushi away from him. He doesn't have to wrestle anywhere for full time. He can he can venture and go as he pleases, but the entire time he's promoting all elite wrestling. I think that would be very smart on their part. And with that being said, he'd be able to have that backing and that support to offer guys like the New Day, like, hey, I would like to do a show against you guys. Yeah. It would it would be it would be smart, and it would it it would be so smart of a decision to do that. The WWE wouldn't. It would be like an offer they couldn't refuse at this point. Here you have the opportunity to stay relevant with the current, with the with the times, and and enjoy a level of credibility that you don't have right now, all because one guy wants to wrestle some of your guys. That yeah. would be that would be fucking phenomenal. Will it happen? I don't know. <clears throat> so last year, Austin Aries. I know it's kind of a sour name right now, professional wrestling. <laughs> um, Austin Aries went on a crusade of belt collecting. He was going through different companies and winning their championships and what was interesting and what was great about it was that he was winning those titles and he was going on TV wearing all those titles different TVs at that different TVs at that yep and what what that does what that did was that promoted other companies for example for me He's the reason why I got into Defiant Wrestling. A small UK-based company that puts on a great show every Saturday on YouTube. Check them out. And I was like, what is this big white belt that he's wearing on? And I looked it up, Defiant Wrestling. Checked it out. Loved the product. I don't even think he wrestles for them anymore, personally. But it was a short time, but it, it worked. And he was promoting companies by winning their belts. And <coughs> you know he did that with Impact Wrestling. He almost did it with Ring of Honor. I don't know what happened there. Why he didn't win the title? I don't know if they was ever supposed to win the title or something or something fell through. But uh, you know he went on ROH TV as well with the belts. And Austin Aries, even though he's a you know. People are a little bitter with him with how he ended his time with Impact Wrestling and all that. And I agree. But he helped promote professional wrestling. 
multiple different companies. You know, he made no, uh, you know, he, he, he made it no secret that he wrestled for various different companies and that they had a revolving door for him. Um, Zack Sabre Jr., another guy, when he was the Evolve champion, he would come out with the, he had the internet championship for Define Wrestling. He had the um, Rough Pro title for a while. Which he has again. Which he has again. Congratulations, Congratulations man. That was a hell of a match. Hell, hell yes, man. Hell yes. And uh, again, and not only that, but like people would have Suzuki Goon flags that was like, hey, I'm a good guy in the vault, but he acknowledged them. He acknowledged them. You know, he would grab them and like, you know, throw it up. He's promoting other, another company and Evolve. Evolve has nothing to do with Suzuki Goon. Mano Suzuki has never been at Evolve, though. That would be interesting if he showed up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Especially at this point. Yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> but he's promoting other companies while he's wrestling for another one. And it's not disrespecting the other company. He's just, like, hey, acknowledging the fact that other companies exist. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what that's when pro wrestling is done right. Pro wrestling should never be a monopoly. It should never be, I work for this company and it's all that exists. Because the majority of your fans do not watch one product. So don't pretend that they're stupid. Oh, wait, what are you talking about? Another company exists? No, this is the only company. Only watch us. <laughs> I get it. You don't want to give another company free publicity and free advertisement. I get that, and I understand that. However, if you can reap the benefits from it too, well, why, do you, yeah. why are you telling guys to not do it? So, with Kenny Omega, with all due respect to Austin Aries, he's a much bigger name than... than Kenny Omega is a much bigger name than Austin Aries. And... I'm not saying Kenny Omega needs to win all their titles, but it's something as simple as Kenny Omega wearing an, a, a shirt, the, a, a, an All Elite Wrestling shirt, or having something of a patch on his tights, something like that, or just acknowledging the fact at some point that AEW exists, the same way that he would, could acknowledge that Ring of Honor exists, some way, somehow, some way trust the guy and being able to figure it out while still representing New Japan Pro Wrestling. Or vice versa. You know, everybody have a little bit of respect for another, the other companies. Everybody gets what they want. Everybody can get the best bout machine in 2019. And, and, and beyond. As long as everybody can just keep, you know, the, the greed out of the way and play ball... Everybody wins. Everybody wins. The fans win because they get phenomenal fucking wrestling. The promotions win because they get the best wrestlers putting on the best cards and best matches. And then the wrestlers win because they get freedom. They get paid a lot of money. And they get to do what they want to do. If Kenny Omega wants Kota Bushi, don't take Kota Bushi away from him then. Leave him on the table. And, and, and figure out, Kenny, what do we got to do to get you to our show? You know, you're not available this this time. You're not available July and August because you're doing the G1. Fine. Go do the G1. Best of luck to you. You're not available January 4th and 5th because you're doing Wrestle Kingdom. 
and whatever the next show is going to be called next year, because it's also going to be at the Tokyo Dome. Yeah. Uh, by all means, do it. Best of luck to you. You know, or maybe do cr- what, what I thought was going to happen this year with with the or last year I should say with the Kenny Omega versus Cody rivalry. You have Kenny Omega versus Cody. You have Bullet Club, that obviously is a New Japan company, but it, it exists in Ring of Honor. You did it in Ring of Honor. You did it in New Japan. These rivalries kind of kind of mesh with two different companies. Like you kind of forget like how big of a deal that is. Even myself, because I take it for granted. Like, oh, those companies do business with each other, so it, it, that happens. But what happens if everybody's on board? Yeah. What if happens if all the major players, with the exception of WWE, because they're not going to be, what if everybody's on board? And that's where it becomes good. But you're absolutely right. It's scary because if everybody says, I want it all, then everybody loses. Everybody loses. And you might as well just sign with the WWE because that's all that's going to exist. You can't be selfish. You can't be selfish. For a golden age to continue on, everybody has to be open to the ideas of 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 give and take. You need to get yours. I get that. But you have to give back. Some way you have to give back. And that's where it's going to be tricky. So... It's going to be a very interesting couple of months here, you know what I mean? So, or, or a couple of weeks, I should say, you know, as we lead to the WrestleMania season and all of that. You and I are going to talk so much about that more with the uh, the whole WrestleMania weekend coming up or week coming up in uh, in early April. You know, if you talk about G one climb or the G one Supercar, yes, the Supercar. <laughs> Supercar of Honor is not happening this year. At least, not happening the day before WrestleMania. You know, all the stuff that's happening with WWE and potential changes that they're making. Who's leaving WWE? Are they going to lose AJ Styles this year? Are they going to lose Gallows and Anderson? Who else, is gonna, who else are they going to lose to all this? And, and uh, yeah, just what, what the future holds. But it's there's a lot up in the air. So it's not all like peaches and cream. We want to think it is. Because at first... <laughs> At first, when AEW got announced officially, it was like, oh, cool, another promotion. This is great. But the ramifications of it all really show that there's a lot of things that have to go, have to work in order for this to actually yeah, work. They need talent. So, <laughs> you know, it's it's going to be it's going to be interesting. And also, too, you know, I mean, not that, not that there's a lot to talk about right now, but like, you know, NWA is doing is still trying to. Keep themselves in the mix of all this as well, man. So, Crockett Cup all over again. I'm excited. Yeah. So there's a there's this is a ton a ton to be excited about. I just hope that they uh, they they treat it with respect and and they, they do it right and uh, we can talk about uh, a great 2020 and and so on and so forth. But uh, yeah, 2019 in a nutshell to, to to talk about it. It's it's there's a there's a lot going on. There's a lot going. And we're we're barely we're barely into January, so <laughs> wrap up. Yeah. As always, uh, we definitely look forward to hearing from you guys. Uh, get in touch with us. You can email us twenty x twenty crew at gmail dot com. Uh, we are available on social media as well. Twitter has us over at twenty x twenty crew. Um, 
We are on Instagram at 20x20crew. We are on Facebook, facebook.com slash 20x20crew for our official page. And then if you want to come and talk to us and uh, share your stories and, and your opinions and what have you, you can do that in our group, our Facebook group, over at facebook.com slash groups slash 20x20talk. Uh, we're available on YouTube where we do exclusive YouTube content in the form of the following contest where Matt and I fantasy book wrestling matches after wrestling matches after wrestling matches. Uh, you can find out more information over at 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash YouTube for that. And then, of course, our main home, our domain on the web is 20x20crew.com. You can find all of our previous episodes, our social media accounts, the whole nine, right there. There you have it. You ready for 2019? I'm ready for 2019, man. <laughs> I I tell you what, if Wrestle Kingdom was uh, the official start of 2019, we're we're we should be in for a really good year, man. Oh my god, I'm I'm so I'm so excited. I really am so excited. I just wish uh, I knew a little bit more. Of, of what what's going on more concretely yeah you know it's it's, it's definitely nerve-wracking but uh we'll fill in the blanks as they come along and and uh we we hope you guys enjoy professional wrestling the way that we do in 2019 as always support professional wrestling absolutely i've been i've been matt he's been joe and until next week we will see, see you in, in the, the ring, ring.